everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Also, pod clips uh, around the nation, around the world, right here uh, every week. We hope you enjoy the show. You can email us at sportsfredadalo.com, sportsfredadalo.com. And uh, Art Source with us, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He's 125 years of age, so he knows a little bit about everything because he's seen everything. There's no question about that. We're taping this on Thursday, about 4 o'clock Pacific Daylight Time. Wednesday night, uh, something happened at Dodger Stadium. Uh, Did you expect it? What was going on? What a ball game. Let me tell you something, Fred. You know, I've been against this one-game playoff the whole time, but i got to tell you, the, the, the intrigue, the excitement, you know, it all coming down to, you know, one game decide everything. Look at the ratings that Major League Baseball has garnered from these last two, you know, winner-take-all games. It's amazing. But it went four hours. Rob Manfred should be very disappointed. Four hours of pure excitement. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, Fred, when I go watch high school baseball or college baseball, the guys run on and off the field. Yep. Okay? Right. You watch a major league game, it takes the right fielder an hour to get out the right field. He's talking to everybody, saying hi to the first base umpire. It's like if they really want to speed things up, whatever happened to the word hustle? Remember when Pete Rose would take a walk and run down to first base? What does it tell you that in the playoffs, they don't have that extra inning ridiculous rule that Manfred came up with? What does that tell you? Uh, you're talking about the guy at second? Yeah, what does that tell you? It tells me that they're playing two different games. Yep. It's not right, Fred. Either either you play the game of baseball the way it was purely designed by Edgar Doubleday, or you don't play at all. I don't like all this since move the mound back six inches, yada, yada, yada. yada. No. Just all right. play the game. The game has stood the test of time. All right, the, the test of time. Both you and I watched the game from start to finish. I never looked at my watch one time, and this is no joke. Uh, I looked, uh, you know, at everything that was being shown on, uh, uh, as far as the game was concerned. I did not see more than one mask behind home plate last night at Dodger Stadium. What the hell is happening? Well, you know, like we talked about off the air, you know, it, it just seems as though when it needs to be pertinent and important, they talk about the masks. When it doesn't seem to be important, they don't. So this is that mixed messaging we've been talking about for almost 19 months now, Fred. And, you know, at a certain point in time, you don't know what to believe and who to believe or where to believe or if there is a belief. You know, and I, and I just don't understand why you wouldn't take precaution in that situation. You know, whether you're sitting, you know, in a stadium with 100,000 people at Penn State, at Beaver Stadium, or you're in Dodger Stadium with 54,000 people, it seems to me like, it would be a precautionary deal to throw your mask on. But far be it from me, not after the, the president of the United States get out, gets on the air and contempt, condemns everybody for not wearing a mask and not being vaccinated. So I don't know. He's Art Source, a former kicker for the Rams, the Trojans, many, many, many years ago. I'm young Fred. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOA.com, sportsfred at AOA.com. Since we always talk COVID and sports, let's continue, and then we'll come back to the Dodger game last night. Um, Andrew Wiggins said, I'm going to take the shot. He took the shot because otherwise he lost half his salary. However, Kyra Irving, I don't think he will. I think he's that stubborn. Yet the general managers in the NBA, get this, 72% of them having the Nets 
win the NBA championship, 17% have the Lakers. I'm going to repeat that number, folks. 72% of the general managers in the NBA like the Nets to win. How do we know if Kyra's going to play half the time? Um, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm really never been a huge fan of, of the earth is, is not round. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think he's an excellent basketball player. The latest odds from the Hollywood Casino say, so you know, Fred, yeah. Brooklyn Nets are plus 230. The Lakers are plus 375. Right. Milwaukee's plus 850. Golden State is plus 1,000. If I was going to look at those four teams, I would actually say that now that, you know, that, that uh, Wiggins, Wiggins has got yeah. his shot, yeah. i got to say Golden State looks like a pretty good bet at 10-1. to 1. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you think Kyrie will play? Or do you think he won't play? Or do you think he'll just play half the season and the Nets will live with that? Well, he wants to play in half the season anyway, Fred. He takes a day <laughs> off whenever the hell he wants to. You know that. <laughs> but what do you think, though? Seriously, you know, let's, uh, let's talk. It's, all, it's October I 7th. Think, I, I think he's got so much money right now. I don't, I don't I think he's, he's, I think he's standing on a principle that I'm not quite understanding. Okay. Um, and, and I really don't think he's going to play. I, I mean, I don't know what the rules are on the road. Vis-a-vis New York, I don't think he's going to play any home games unless he gets vaccinated. And he won't be able to play uh, in his home city, no question about that. And But the crazy thing is, when he plays Golden State, road players, even if they're unvaccinated, can play. But Wiggins could not have played as a home player. Tell me that, that makes, makes any sense. sense. Again, Fred, <laughs> this is what we're talking about in terms of how do you, how do you adjudicate and look at things like that when... What's not good for one side is good for the other side. I just don't get it. And it, it drives me crazy because, I mean, you have to have a standard and you have to have that standard and set that standard. Either all 30-something teams go by the same rules or they don't. And, and, and you know what? I, I would have put that right at the commissioner's feet. He needs to step up and say, look, we need they, – they put him in the bubble already two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if they're going to do that, I mean, these guys are making exorbitant amounts of money, Fred. Really, truly, go ahead. Take the shot. Go. <laughs> Art Sayers right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard, of course, on Pod Clips. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. I want to go back to the Dodger thing just for a moment. I've always been a Cody Bellinger fan. Two years ago, of course, the 47 home runs and the, the MVP and whatever. This year, horrendous. Last year in the in the uh, uh, pandemic, uh, also horrendous. But they win the World Series anyways. But on Wednesday night, he walked twice, he got a single, and he had two stolen bases. I have a hunch, it's going to sound crazy, I have a hunch maybe that will awaken him for the next series against the Giants. What do you think? What if I told you the Dodgers were going to sweep the Giants in four straight games, Fred? Would you think I'm crazy? Yeah, because it's only three out of five. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, maybe the Dodgers are going to sweep them three games out of five. <laughs> do you really think that? I really do. I just have a funny feeling. I think the Giants played so well and, and, and had so much going on, you know, trying to keep that one-game bulge. And, and, and I also look at it, I look at the three starting pitchers that the Dodgers are going to trot out there, 
And then I look at the three starting pitchers that the Giants are going to trot out there, and I don't see, in my personal estimation, how the Dodgers can't. You know, maybe it'll be four games, but I do think the Dodgers are going to win that series. And it's going to be real sad because the Giants had a, a marvelous year, but they did it. They did it with smoke and mirrors. I believe they had eight or nine guys that hit over ten home runs. Yeah. I mean, they just had such a – you didn't know who the night, the hero that night was going to be. And I think the Dodgers are really coming into their own because they were forced to push it to the very end, and they got so much confidence in that game last night. Much like I feel the Red Sox got the same amount of confidence from the game with the Yankees. And the real, the real bad thing about that game was Phil Nevin should have known not to send Judge to the plate on that play. Yeah, originally he was he held him up, and then of course uh, he changed right. his mind and he, and he was out, and that could have uh, certainly. And that was the key to that game. Yeah, no, it was. It, but if you're a Red Sox fan, you're happy. If you're a Dodger fan, you're happy. Obviously, uh, if you're a Yankee fan, you're not, and if you're a Cardinal fan, you are not. Um, I will say one thing: you got to take your hats off to the Cardinals and Wainwright. Wainwright pitched one heck of a game last night, and and I mean I I, I got to tell you. That's a ball club that I think you're going to have to deal with next year. It's going to be one heck of a ball club, especially with Goldschmidt coming on the way he came on. He looked like he did three, four, five years ago when he was with Arizona. All right. Uh, we can get political right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, pod clips around the world. Uh, on ESPN, apparently you cannot. Uh, again, we have another case, this time Sage Steele. Uh, started talking about race and things like this and President, former President Obama and herself being uh, uh, partially uh, white and partially uh, uh, African-American and this and that. She got too political. She's now suspended by ESPN. So who's not going to be suspended by ESPN, Art Source? Well, you know what's really funny is um, the people that popped off the most were Jamel Hill. Yeah. And, of course, uh, old, what's his name, uh, uh, Dan Patrick's old guy, old old Meyer, or what? What you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, but and, and also off. and also racial and racial Nichols, but that wasn't political. Right. Yeah, that was political. And, and, basically, you know what? can I say something? Yeah. All Ke- basically. Keith, said, oh, Keith, hang on one second, Keith Oberman, you're talking about. But go ahead. Yeah, Keith Oberman is exactly who I'm talking about. Who? How many times has he been bounced and brought back to ESPN? Right. You know, I mean, he can't even drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? But the bottom line I'm trying to say is I've, I've been a Sage Steele fan the entire time she's been at ESPN over the last 16 to, t- to 18 years. And I think she's a class act. And it was on a podcast, and she just said what she felt. Now, how many people actually heard that podcast? I don't know. I, I, would, I, would, I would range to say until it became, until the quote-unquote crap hit the fan, I think I don't think anybody was listening to that podcast. And all she said was, how come half blacks and half whites always say they're black? Okay. <laughs> yeah. There was a time 40 years ago, if you were a mulatto, as they used to call them, yeah. you never said you were black. True. But right now, I think it's more advantageous in society to say you're black than it is to say you're white. That's unless you're, Unless you're talking to a police officer. Thank you very much. In Newport Beach. <laughs> In Newport Beach. All right. Folks, you can email us, sportsfredadeo.com. Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. He's Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and uh, the Trojans. And I'm a Bruin, uh, but I'm not a kicker at all. I was a horrible kicker. But I did play goalie. You're a scat bag. 
No, I told you that story. I mean, I was so bad that as a goalie in soccer, I was really great hands. So I always stopped everything. When I stopped it, sometimes I threw it back instead of kicked it back because I could actually throw it further than I could kick it. But anyways, talking about kicking in about an hour, and we're taping this now at 4.10 on, uh, uh, on Thursday night, uh, October 7, an hour, the Rams up in Seattle. Rams coming off a loss. Uh, Seattle, the Seahawks coming off a victory. Rams, a slight favorite on the road. Art Source, thousands are listening. Put you on the spot. Who's going to win? You know, Seattle has to win this game or they're done. So, I mean, I look at it. You know I'm a Ram fan. I played for the Rams. Yep. I I love what Stafford's trying to do, although he he really has had really one great game, two mediocre games, and one lousy game. Yeah. Um, You know, I think it's Russell Wilson tonight. I think I think it's going to be a, a pretty low-scoring affair. I'm going to say 24-21 Seattle because Seattle really needs the win. Although McVay is six and three against uh, Pete Carroll, so I just got this feeling it's a tough place to play. Um, you know, I don't know how many times Stafford has played coming from the NFC to the AFC. How many times he's actually played in Seattle? I think it's going to take a little while to get used to that that 12th man. All right, Cooper Cup did not have a good game. Uh last Sunday, uh, is he going to have another mediocre game or uh, might he show up? And Seattle's defense, certainly in the defensive secondary, which used to be fantastic, not anywhere near that now. So I don't think Cooper Cup might have a pretty big night. I think Cooper Cup's in for a big night. I think Woods is in for a big night. I think what you're going to see is, I think you're going to see that, you know, the, the, the uh, Seattle Seahawks are going to play a very unique defense. The Rams really have no running game. And until they find a running game, they're just another good team in a league that has eight or ten good teams. Yeah. Nobody has separated themselves right now. And, and you know, I know they've got a lot of injuries, but I think they gave Sony Michelle one carry last week, and then they basically got away from that whole process. And, you know, with Deshaun Jackson, who can take the lid off a of defense, I think the more they throw the ball deep down the field, the more it will open up and allow them to hit the under, underneath passes to Cooper Cup. Art Source, final comment uh, for this week's uh, uh, game right here on uh, Sports Biz uh, Sports Media. Give me uh, your last comment, your final comment. Well, I got to tell you, what a great weekend in sports we have ahead of us. We've got the American League Divisional Series, the National League Divisional Series, great matchups in college football. You've got the NFL. If you're a sports fan, you've got the World Heavyweight Championship fight in Las Vegas on uh, on uh, Saturday night. Um, it's just a wonderful time to be a sports fan, and I hope everybody's enjoying it because the way it works, it is what it is, and I sure have a great time. Hey, I want to say happy birthday to my wife who's celebrating her birthday tonight, and uh, she's put up with me for a lot of years, Fred, and I just wanted to throw a little something her way. And she's helped you on the Internet. Boy, you, if without her, <laughs> I don't think I could dial my phone. So, you know, it's funny, the same exact thing here with my wife, Sandy. Without that, uh, there's no way I can get on. And with my computer, I can't get on anyways. Hey, Art, uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America, and thank you for appearing on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Love it. Well, thank everybody in the studio. They do a great job. Thank you, Scott. And uh, we'll see you around the corner on Believe Sports Media, uh, and, uh, of course, heard on pod clips around the world. Bye, everybody. <laughs>